Alright, right, this is our podcast. It's called Full Court Press. Uh, I'm I'm Jake, and if you're here from Amino, you'll know me as Derbs. And then these are my friends. Guys, say your names. Max. Alright. I'm Jake. Max. I'm Jacob. Alright. So today, we're just going to talk about free agency. So much has happened in the NBA in the last day. Everything is happening. So let's start. We might as well start at the top. So what do y'all think of the Nets, what they've done? What do y'all think of that? Jacob, you go ahead. Um, I feel more bad for the Knicks. Or, I feel bad I think it's funny. I think it's funny. I don't feel bad for the Knicks because... I don't feel bad for the Knicks. It's funny. The Knicks did it to themselves. I, yeah. You know, by the way, the Max. They wouldn't and, give KD the Max, and then they didn't give that one. So. And they knew that if they didn't go after KD, they weren't going to get Kyrie. Yeah. Because they already didn't have Zion. You know. I think if we're going to talk about the Nets, they did a rebuild exactly how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, they did. Because they, they, have, they already have plenty of young players that are decent. They hired the right management. They hired the right coach. They used their draft picks well. And they came into a terrible situation where all their draft picks were, like, exhausted for Paul Pierce yeah, and Kevin Garnett. The Nets were, like, in the worst possible situation, like, two, three years ago. Yeah. They, had, then, they didn't own any of their own picks. You know, they were in that place where they're just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then their management other people were in, Other people and, were benefiting off their losing. Yeah, and so yeah. they just built from the ground up with Dinwiddie, traded for Russell, all this stuff. Not to mention now, they had horrible contracts. Yeah, and now <laughs> on they their, on their books. They just get lucky that the Knicks screwed up, and Harry goes, Kevin Durant goes. They bring their friend DeAndre Jordan, and now they're gonna have one of the best teams in the league for the next five years because of that. So well, they really got what they deserved. You know, I think they'll make a big jump next year. I'm not sure if they'll be championship contenders until they get KD back because I think it's obvious Kyrie can't be the top player on a championship team. Yeah, I think and, I think the Bucks are going to make a championship next year. Well, the Bucks think, have a shot at it. Yeah. You know, I think because KD's going to be out. So. Yeah. And even when KD does come back, we know Kyrie has kind of a toxic personality, and we know he's going to be playing with young stars this year which he hasn't done well with. And we know KD has a weak personality. So is that all going to work even when KD does come back injured? Is he still going to be injured when he comes back? So is are they just a lock I mean, to win the championship? I think they're going to have to – they realize that if you try to bring him back too soon, he's going to re-injure himself. So I think they're going to be super sure that he's going to be fully healthy, which yeah. probably means he'll sit out the full season. I, I'm convinced. Yeah. He's going to sit out the full season. Well, no, I'm talking about, like, when he comes back, even, like, in a year, he's still going to have to be load-managed, which leaves Kyrie with a bunch of young guys, which he didn't do well with in Boston. So, I feel like they're kind of... You know, I think it's the type of guys he's with, not to be critical of Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, but I think the thing about them is they want to be... That seems like two guys that want to be the main guy on a team. I don't think any of these guys in the Nets are concerned about that. I think they want to win. I, but the problem yeah. with the Nets might be, well, we kind of liked our culture when we had D'Angelo Russell. And even though we weren't going to win anything, like that's, that culture was rich. 
and you saw all the sideline dances they were having. So now is it kind of like, well, we didn't really ask for this, but I mean, thanks for coming. We'll try to win a championship. So then is there like some complacency in there? Well, here's here's what it is now. They have the main guys now, and the Nets are clear on what they're going to try to do with Katie, Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan, you know. Those are the main centerpieces. And I think they're going to be like, well, we like y'all. We've had these young guys. We love y'all, but you're going to have to conform to these guys because these are the guys that are going to help us win a championship. If that sounds good to you, then, you know, get ready for a lot of hard work and trying to build a contender. And then if they're like, but if you don't agree with that, we're trading you. So get ready. Yeah. Because they're not going to really cater to anyone else. If their best players, they just signed a max deals and they're there for like four or five years, they're going to be catering to those guys, not the guys that are the supporting pieces. Like you can't go out and get another Katie and Kyrie. You can go out and get another Jared Dudley. So, yeah. You know, that's the way I So, I guess that kind of brings us into the Lakers because the main competition is going to be with the Knicks and the Lakers. The Lakers have an interesting situation now because obviously the Warriors, the Warriors are still up there, but I don't think they're going to make much noise next season. They do have D'Angelo Russell, and they still have Steph, but and they still well, the entire balance of power in the league depends on where Kawhi Leonard goes. If Kawhi That's Leonard goes to the Lakers, I think, I think he's going I to the Clippers. I, I do too. Mm, I don't think so. Where do you think he's going? What do you think, Jacob? Where do you think he's going? Probably Lakers. Lakers. I mean, they're I just don't think he's that kind of guy. I, that's what I'm saying. I think I don't think Kawhi's yeah. the type of guy that wants to be on a super team. I think he wants to be the I guy. Could, I, could de- I could definitely see him on the Clippers, but I don't know if he's actually going to go there. Because. What he would be doing with the Clippers is similar to what he did with the Raptors this season, which is yeah, with an know, even better coach and even better role. Players. Yeah, he takes a team that just needs that one piece. You know, they need a star. They need the big guy that's going to elevate them. And Kawhi yeah, can do Clippers that. Clippers are not bad. They they no, they, 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 were the they the Warriors to stick last year. I mean, that's the way the Raptors were. The Raptors were a playoff team to them, yep. but you know yep. they weren't getting there with Demar Derozan. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead next. Go ahead. Okay. If Kawhi goes to the Clippers, the league is balanced like it, like we don't even know how it was because in the past five years, the Warriors have been a super team. So if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, the league is more balanced than it has ever been. Yeah. And there's like 15 teams that could win the championship. Yeah. But if he yeah. goes to the Lakers, it's basically Lakers versus Nets for the next. You know, or Lakers yeah, for the next five years. Lakers versus whoever comes up. Yeah, from the East. You know, whether yeah. it's the Bucks or the Celtics or the 76ers. Uh, but I think Kawhi, I don't, I'm really not convinced he's the type of guy to team up. But if he does, the Lakers are going to be dangerous. Like, you know. What would be your prediction for the West if Kawhi goes to the Clippers? I would say probably the Clippers would be the two seed. The Lakers would be the one seed. You know, Even and they might Kawhi. they might end up meeting in the conference finals. But you know, some people say they'll be a fringe playoff team without Kawhi because they're just oh you they basically have three Kawhi? players. Yeah, I mean, you said with Kawhi. No, without Kawhi. Oh, without Kawhi, yeah, they're probably like a seven or eight seed. I think. The I said with then who's Kawhi, the top four seeds? 
What'd you say? Then who's the top four seed in the West? Well, the Warriors are going to be fine. Be like, the Warriors are going to be like three or four, probably, with their current situation. The Rockets yeah, I the are Warriors there. at four. Rocket, yeah, Rockets. Um, the, the Blazers will still hang around, I think, because they're getting nerfed back, and they just extended Damian Lillard. And they're you know, I don't think they're going to win anything right? important, but they'll still be at the top because they're consistent. You know, yeah. I don't think they're going to make a push against someone like the Lakers. Listen, who are the teams Kawhi, that you're sure – aren't going to make the playoffs in the West. I mean, there's like three. There's like Memphis, Minnesota, and Phoenix. Those are the only teams you would say they're for sure not going to make the playoffs. I wouldn't even say Memphis. And that's just not that's not just my bias. Yeah, 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 kind of. Well, I mean, okay. They're going to cut Iguodala. And there's definitely eight. I mean, the way the West is this year, how spread out it will be, I think there's at least ten teams that are locked to have a better record than There's the only Christmas. one team I can really rule out for making the playoffs, and that's yeah. the Suns, because <laughs> they are just terrible in every aspect. But yeah. you know, you've got the Pelicans with all their young guys. They've got like the whole Lakers young core plus Zion. They're going to be dangerous in the next couple of years, if not, you know, starting to make noise this year. You've got the Mavericks who are getting Porzingis back, and they have mm-hmm. Doncic, and they have you know. They probably have a bunch of veterans. And, you know, you've got the Thunder still. People forget about them. The Jazz mm-hmm. are going to be good with Mike Conley. Oh, yeah. They're going to be really oh, good. Oh, the Jazz are going to be really good. And then What's their starting lineup? Jazz Conley, starting lineup. Ingles, Mitchell, Gobert, and... And they lost favors. They lost Jay Crowder, too. So, I guess... Mm. And we can't forget about the Nuggets, too. The Nuggets, the Nuggets were the two-seed last year. They just, they just gave Jamal Murray a max. Y'all think that's overpaid? Well, it's think, overpaid, but it's the same thing with Chris Middleton. Like, yeah, they have the to do thing. it because they, they can't get anyone else without yeah. their bird right. I mean, so, I, I can see him developing into a pretty good – he's not got more room to grow than Chris Middleton does. Chris Middleton is about at his peak right now. Yeah. Jamal Murray has got room to grow. I think yeah. Jamal Murray can end up developing into a – Pretty, he like all star level point guard, probably. Yeah, he can. You know, and Jokic is only going to get better. You know. So, what do we think about the Rocket situation? Obviously, they tried to go get Jimmy Butler. That didn't work out. <laughs> okay, that didn't. That wouldn't have worked out. That would have been Jimmy, terrible. Jimmy is toxic wherever he goes if he's with other stars. And apparently, it was already rumored that Harden and Paul had some serious problems. Yeah, so, but they disputed that. They said that didn't really happen. But, yeah, yeah, but, you, but then you threw Jimmy Butler in there, and, you know, he's going to want to be the I wanted that to happen just so that I could be, see how terrible it would be. That would Jimmy be Butler, he's good on the teams with, like, no one else. Yeah, and that's what he that's wants to be. That's why he'll be good on the Heat, because he's undoubtedly going to be the guy there. That's what he wants. They're, they're trading Hassan Whiteside. So mm-hmm. he's just – he'll be fine with just sitting there and doing nothing. You know, yeah. he I mean, he's going to be in South Beach. He'll be happy. He'll be making money. And yeah. He'll that's probably be the rest of his career. He'll be happy there. Yeah, and he's friends with D-Wade, so that'll be good. Yeah. He he had his chance to, you know, if he had said, hey, I really want to stay in Philly. Like, I'm going to try to win a championship. But the young guys were probably like, yeah, get him out of here. Like, we don't, we don't want him. <laughs> 
So that takes us to Philly. What do you think about what Philly did? They lost Butler, I mean, and they gained Horford. Really and they lost Reddick, too. Al Horford deals. I don't know how that's going to hold up. I mean, he's 33. He's old. So, you know, how much they Are they paying, like, $25 million? It's $109 million for four years, I think. Yeah, so, like, so yeah. And he's got a $12 million championship bonus if they win. So, his contract's a four-year, $97 million deal, and it bumps up to 109 if they win a title. They're not going to win a title. They, JJ, losing J.J. Redick and Jimmy Butler in the same day, it really hurts. They're basically just bigs now. You know, some people say they're an improvement, but... I think they're just a wash. Josh Richardson is, like, he's a different type of player than J.J. Redick, but what they need is J.J. Redick. They need spacing and shooting. Josh Richardson brings none of that. He's more of a... He, he's a 3-and-D guy, but he'll never be as good a shooter as J.J. Redick is. And that's what they it's need. It's going to be a really mucky offense. It is going to be really no one's gonna know what to do. It'll be a great defense. defense. They're gonna have yeah, it'll be a great defense, but they're not going to know what to do in offense. They're going to have no spacing whatsoever because their point guard can't shoot. Imagine if they got Conley. That would have been pretty good for him. But... Yeah, he would have been good there. Yeah, but then he would have been pretty good there. They're committed to Ben Simmons, so. though. Yeah. Yeah, they're already talking about an extension with him. But I would put I would put a clause in that extension that says you have to learn to shoot a three pointer. You get you have to shoot at least fifty three pointers next season, you know, or you get a pay cut. Because he, you know, he does. Eventually, he's he's gonna have to learn how to shoot a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not gonna yeah. they're not gonna really go anywhere until he can shoot. Yeah, he's not like Giannis, where he can just rely on his strength and like. Dunking and stuff in his no. defense. I mean, he has he's the not ball big enough for that. But he doesn't have the physical presence like Giannis does. Yeah. You know. So he actually has to learn how to shoot, or else it's like if he does, he'll be LeBron again. He becomes so easy. Teams will figure out how to defend him so fast. They'll just leave him wide open on the perimeter. Be like, what's he gonna do? That's why and they haven't gone anywhere in the playoffs. It. Yeah. That's what <laughs> happens in playoffs. Yeah. Just double team and beat, throw a guy and everyone else, and just leave his Simmons open. That's yeah. what they're going to do. So, I mean. And then you have the defending champions that basically don't even look like playoff contenders anymore. If Kawhi leaves. Without Kawhi, they don't. Like, they, their best player. I mean, they could build around Pascal Siakam. But he's he, a guy he, that can build you around. Can't, you can't really. I don't he's think he's ever going to be like. He's I like Giannis, but he can shoot, and he's not as, like, strong. And I mean, I'm going to be wrong about this, I think Siakam is really going to be – he's going to peak as, like, a really good second option, like more of a Chris Bosh type of player. But on his own – Yeah, he, he's, he's never going to – he can never lead a team. Yeah, like Kawhi. I guess like, like Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson could never lead a team. Yeah, that's why he's he not leading. He needs Steph Curry. He needs Steph Curry. He needs Steph Curry or KD or someone to be the yeah. guy. So what do we think is going to happen to Toronto if they don't get Kawhi back? They'll be even like a top four seed. Yeah, like a 7-8 Because Kyle Lowry's going to be... Go ahead. Kyle Lowry's getting older. He's not getting any younger. And I think he can't be the guy. He's never been the guy while DeMar was there anyway. And I think that if you give Siakam and Van Vliet a couple years to develop into really good players, you know, it'll only get better. But they need a guy. They, I don't think... Either of those guys is capable of leading a championship team to a title. And, you know, 
Kawhi can do that. Which, you know, that's always a good option for Kawhi because, you know, he can get a bunch of money from Toronto and just stay, and they, they'll they be contenders for the next three or four years while he's there. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to be living in Toronto. I'm pretty sure he's leaving, too. But Yeah. Plus, his, I mean, New Balance wants him in L.A., and his family's in L.A. So but people forget the appeal of Toronto. It appeals in a different way that your fan base is basically an entire country. You know, I don't think that's number. Do you understand that? Like, have you seen him? I don't think he cares about fans. Like, he kind of just says his business I mean, yeah. on the court. And then no, I'm talking about. He, he literally drives his. He, yeah, he literally drives his car from high high school. Yeah, you know, I, I like. I think that yeah, he has deep connections to LA, and he if he's gonna go anywhere, he's gonna go to the Lakers or the Clippers. I don't think he's going anywhere else if he. Yeah. You know, he's not Canada, going to the Canada you know, just isn't a basketball country. Like, they're a hockey country that happens to have a basketball team. But, yeah, yeah they're the only team there, but they're still not, like, the only team that people they're, they're, the, there. they're the basketball team in in Canada that didn't fail horribly and then have to move to Memphis. <laughs> or like, yeah, but, like, their fans aren't, like, awing over them because they're the only team. Like, they're awing over the hockey teams. So... I don't think it's like as glorified as some people want to make it. And I it think just he's things look good now because we're winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's kind of. I feel like a lot of the people in Canada. It's probably like the teams, like like the like the men's soccer teams, like to team USA. It's like everyone gets on their back when they're winning or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No one cares. Either way. People care so, about. There's like seven hockey teams in the NHL in Canada. That's all they care about. Is like the yeah. Canadians and the Canucks. It's all they want to pay attention to. So another contender we haven't talked about would be the Celtics. So do you think the Celtics got... are interesting because I think they bring, they made the right choice for and someone like Kimba because Kimba wants to win just as bad as anybody. Yeah. But and he's basically the same thing as Kawhi or I mean Kyrie, but two years older and has never won a playoff series. So I mean he's a downgrade over Kyrie, but he's like plays the same kind of style. So I think. But the thing is, I think he'll get along in the locker room a little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll definitely little bit be better. Because he's been through so much in Charlotte. I think. Yeah. <laughs> if he can deal with what he's been through in Charlotte with the terrible management, I'm so glad for him that he got out of there. Yeah. Charlotte is like the worst situation to be in because they're, they'll never be good enough to win, but they don't want to admit it and start a rebuild. They just want to keep throwing money at overpriced players and just keep, you know, wallowing away in their 30 and, like, 45 record they have every year, yeah. like, something like that, you know. But for the Celtics, they lost Horford, too, and they haven't really made up for that, except for Ennis Cantor. They just had Ennis Cantor, so there you go. That's not But, nice like, obviously they are going to be worse than they were last year. Unless they're they going to be worse. Do, for you like know, I think for them to make an improvement on what they were supposed to be last year, they're going to have to see major improvement from either Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Because one of yeah. them is going to end up being their guy. And, and that could happen because Tatum had kind of a down year this year. They both had, yeah, Tatum had a sophomore slump. I don't know what – Brown was all right, I guess. but Brown was never really projected to be great. He was, all, like he was always worse than Tatum. Yeah. I mean, they overperformed two years ago yeah, when Kyrie was out. The chemistry and, was really good. Brad Stevens – Brad yeah. Stevens is really good coaching young guys. I think he has a little And trouble. Al Horford was there, and he was really good for them, too. The young guys. Well, Al Horford, I, he's a real – I don't think he's, you know, one that picks a bone with the rookies because, you know, yeah. 
he's more of a low key guy. He's more of a team guy. And he's a great playoff guy. Yeah. That's why I think that might not be a terrible deal for the Sixers. Is he stopped with the Sixers a lot in the playoffs two years ago, and so they just kind of said, "You can join us now." And now we have two bullies down there, and no one's ever going to be able to score on this. Yeah, I heard another good thing someone said about Horford. It's like the Sixers picked up a really expensive insurance policy on Joel Embiid because yeah. now Embiid, we all know he's probably going to miss a, a few games, at least five, ten games a year now because he's just kind of – he's a little fragile when yeah. it comes to re-aggravating his injuries. Mm-hmm. But he's a great player even when he isn't on the floor every game of the year. Yeah. But if he gets a serious injury again, they have a good reliable center option, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year they didn't even, like, have a backup center. It was, like, Boban. Yeah. And Boban I mean, can play, like, 10 minutes a game. <laughs> Boban's more of a... His per, his per, like, his per 36 stats were, like, insane. Yeah. And yeah, he only but, plays, like, five minutes a game. But he he probably pass out after playing, like, 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's, like, seven foot six and, like, 350 pounds, you know. I, I don't think he's going to last that long. <laughs> Because I'm the only contender we didn't talk about yet. The Bucks. Bucks. Well, do you think what happened? Yeah, Bucks, do you think the they Bucks got better? Probably as good as they were last year. I, I think Giannis is going to be even more determined, and maybe yeah, they, they, they well, lost Lopez. No, they have Lopez. They have Lopez. They lost. Oh. The big one they lost is Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Yeah. They lost Miritich, but they gained Miritich. Yeah. But they gained, they gained uh, well, Brooke Lopez's brother, Robin. And they oh, got, y'all got Robin Lopez? No yeah. way. Ooh. And the best thing is they have cats. They both have cats. One of them's name is Prince Edward Zephyr, and one of them's name is Poupe. And they don't get along, so they're not going to be able to live together. But oh. it will be fun. And then they also got Wesley Matthews on a minimum contract, which is like a good role player for a minimum contract. You know, I think – I think the Bucks have really high potential, especially okay. If the Raptors are out of the way, the Bucks are immediately the favorite to win the East. Yeah, but, along with the Sixers. Yeah, but I think they're better than the Sixers because yeah, I think Giannis is better than any player the Sixers have. Yeah, and you know, and especially because Giannis has had all this success. He just won the MVP without any game outside of two feet from the basket. He has no game outside of two feet from the basket. So this offseason, it doesn't necessarily have to be he works on three-point shooting. It just has to be, like, maybe a little half-hook shot or, like, a little six-foot fadeaway. When teams are really blocking up the paint. Yeah, like when they build that wall in the playoffs, the Raptors and the Celtics, he didn't have anything to go to. So he just needs to work on, like, a little, like, counter. Yeah. The Bucks are only going to – they're only going to improve if they move at all. You know. Yeah. And I think their next year will be their best shot to make the NBA Finals. You know, probably yeah. and they, in a while. Yeah, they have a good coach. They're deep. You know, so I think they'll be good. But I feel like the time. culture there is really good. It's really yeah geared to make a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah, I think if they don't do anything next year, they won't really get to the finals because of the uh, Nets. Yeah, this year was their best shot to win the finals. I think this past year was. Because they were up 2-0 on the Raptors, and then I mean, yeah. it just so happened everyone the just slumped. kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, Kawhi happened. Pretty yeah. what happened. And Nikola Mirotic <laughs> went into a slump. Eric Bledsoe went into a slump. Giannis played good, 
not MVP like, and then yeah. Kawhi did Kawhi things, and they came back from two up. And so I think they lost their best chance to win a championship in the next five years. And I mean, they still can. They, but I mean, but you know, if Kawhi is out of the way in the East, y'all will have an easier time winning the East. With in this year, y'all's window will be beat the Nets while they don't have KD. But then once y'all get to the finals, y'all are likely going to be facing a really stacked Lakers team if Kawhi goes if there. If Kawhi goes there. Yeah. yeah. If, if Kawhi doesn't go the there, Lakers, it could be anybody. It'll be different, but I think you'll still have a tough time playing yeah. a LeBron and AD-led Lakers team in the finals. Yeah. You know? Although I don't think those two – because they have three players. And even if they don't get Kawhi and they sign, like, two solid guys, there's nobody left. Everyone's already signed. So if they don't so get Kawhi, guys up they're the done. Like, yeah, Lakers have like four people on their roster. It's like so bad. So they're gonna have LeBron, AD, and like thirteen guys on the minimum. So or, they're not a lock to make the finals. That's like in a two K rebuild, and you sign like three people to the maximum contract. You have that rookie, yeah. you, you draft in the second round, and then you just go yeah. pick up forty year olds. Yeah. So they're not even close to a lock to win the uh, Western Conference. Like the Warriors, when Clay comes back, they're still gonna be there. And especially if, well, they're not going to probably be able to get DeMarcus Cousins back, but if they do, they'll probably be pretty good shots to win the Let's finals. talk about that. How, where does DeMarcus Cousins going to land, and how much money does he really deserve? I don't because know. I think he'll get another one-year contract, and it'll probably um, it'll probably be, like, less than $15 million, even though When you think about it, his career has taken a really weird turn. I mean, he used to be yeah. considered – I mean, less yeah. than two years ago, he I'm was in line for a like max a contract. He was the best center in the league. He was he was well yeah. worthy of a max contract. Like and then, just injuries happen. Then and that then... injury happens, and it's just and that's the same injury KD is going through right now. Yeah, now, I don't I don't know if the fall off will be as great, but and with Kate, D'Angelo KD Russell there, be... what? what? Wait, go one at a time. Kate. KD will never, he'll never be the same. Before. I don't think it will either. I don't think the drop off might be. It might not be as bad, but I think that you know Kevin Durant has never been someone that's relied fully on his athleticism. He's but really still, good shooter. I, think, I don't think he'll yeah. ever be quite as good. He could yeah. just be a shooter when he comes back and still be a top like fifteen player. It's his athleticism and driving to the basket that makes him a top five player. I mean, that's really how good he is. You know, yeah, because he's seven feet tall. His, he can yeah, rise up his, over anyone. You can't guard him. His pull-up shot is still going to be just as good. I mean, he's the problem is, is if he loses started. his athleticism, people are just going to put their centers on him. And it's going to be harder for him to shoot over them without his athleticism. Let me just this is a turning point in Katie's career as where this could be the beginning of the end for him. I think once this contract ends with the Nets, I don't think he'll get another max deal. This is it for him. Well, it all depends on what happens. I mean, if he's... Well, I mean, at the end of this, Katie will be 34. And he'll be, yeah. you know... And I mean, LeBron they, was 34, and he got a max deal. Okay, but... Because he's LeBron. Look, think about LeBron. LeBron. LeBron has never had a serious injury in his whole career. The, he missed the most games he's ever missed in a season this year, and yeah. he still looks fine. <laughs> Look, yeah. If there's anyone that stood the test of time better than anybody, it's LeBron. Katie has not done that. I, he, when he came back, the doctor or whatever, or he said that like the doctor told him not to play, but he like played anyway. 
Well, I mean, right. I think the Warriors were getting mad that he wasn't playing because they didn't say his actual injury. They said it was something else. They said it was like his calf. And the team was probably thinking, well, if it's just your calf, the players were probably thinking, well, if it's just your calf, why, why the heck have you not come back yet? And, like, mm-hmm. I guess he and didn't his- want to disrupt – he didn't want to disrupt anything by saying how serious the injury really was, so he was left yeah. with only one option and just come back as soon as he could. And, and it just imagine the narrative if he would have brought them back from three one deficit. Imagine that narrative. That's probably what he's going for. Them. For one, he could have left. I don't think. So Maybe he could have, but you know, I think it would be harder for him to leave. Yeah, you know? but I mean, like all of the Golden State Warriors fans who don't appreciate him would be like totally shut up by that because. Like that's basically why they brought him is because they lost three one, and so or any haters in general. Yeah, and he looked like he was well on his way to bringing them back from three one. In that one quarter he played, he drained like his first three shots, and they were all three. Because then you would have a better argument to say, well, LeBron did the same thing. No, but yeah, I think LeBron's is different because he went back to the team he was originally. Yeah. Haiti is doing it with the team he left his original team for. Yeah, Haiti's move is still the weakest move ever by an NBA I player, still think as far is. as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. This I mean, Kawhi that, thing, if he goes to the Lakers, it would be, it would either be that or the LeBron to Miami move. But I think the Kawhi to LA move, if it happens, would probably be the second most, like. But the difference is, KD went because he couldn't lead his team to a championship. Kawhi is already a two-time champion. It's proven he can lead his team to a championship without having to go team up with other stars. Yeah, but it would still be a weak move because... It would still be a weak move, but, you know... The Marcus Cousins was a weak move. Signing for, like, the minimum. Well, yeah, people I knew mean, he was, was... going to be out for a long time, so people weren't as mad, but... And, and it didn't thought... make them as good as people thought they were going to be. Yeah. yeah. It didn't, it didn't I, don't, I don't think he made them any better. I mean, well, he I made them better than if he was starting, started... but... About the time he started coming back and doing good, Katie went down. So, I mean, it was kind of like. And, I mean, he was the MVP of game two that the Warriors won in uh, Toronto. If he wouldn't have been there in game two, they might have got swept by the Rockets. I awesome. mean, I still think this whole time that we've been in this era since, since before 2015, the Warriors have always, and they're always going to be Seth's team until he retires. I don't think. Katie might have been the most talented player, but Steph was always the main guy, I think. Yeah, it's like when Alex Rodriguez went to the Yankees. Like, no one liked him because everyone thought, well, he's just coming here. I mean, right Derek their coattails. Yeah. Is, yeah. That's why there was that video. It was like, there was the respect video for. Yeah, uh huh, that commercial. A Rod's never getting a commercial like that, but that's for a different reason. Yeah. That's more because of the steroid scandal. But... So, I think we should wrap up by making our predictions for next season. Who beats who in the finals? That's what we should do. Mm. Okay, Jacob, you go first. Go first. Mm. Uh, let's see. Um, I'll say. Well, what are, where where are we assuming that Kawhi goes? Let's assume Kawhi goes to the Clippers because that's the most fun. Clippers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is really tough. I I really think the Bucks will come out of the East. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the West, I really. I mean, assuming Kawhi goes to the Clippers, it's either going to be the Clippers or the Lakers. But I really don't. I'll just say. 
Lakers as a Bucks. Lakers? Yep. All right. I think I agree that the Bucks are probably the best team in the East. Really? The Bucks are in Greece? Yeah. Well, I think the West is going to be so complicated. I actually it think... It is going to be crazy. I think if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, I think they're going to win the West. With Doc Rivers there and I mean, Jerry West running things and Steve Ballmer, the richest owner in sports or in NBA basketball, that's just like a recipe for Western Conference champions. And I think it'll be a great finals between the Bucks and the Clippers. And I have to go with my Bucks and seven games over the Clippers. I have to agree too. I think I think the Bucks will be the clear favorite in the East as long as Kawhi goes to the West. And if he goes to the Clippers, I think that also makes them the favorite in the finals. Because, yep. I, I mean, be. they'll be more experienced than they were last year. They'll have a better shot to win it. Giannis will be more determined than ever. And, and I think yeah, the Clippers ahead. will come out of the West because if Kawhi doesn't go to the Lakers, I can't see just LeBron and AD and a bunch of vets and scrubs and, and Kyle Kuzma making this big of a jump in one season. I think they peak out at conference finals, but I don't think they're ready to make the NBA finals yet. And I imagine a conference but, finals between the LA Lakers and the LA Clippers, all seven games played at the Staples Center. That's what it's I was just saying. a dog fight the whole time. Yeah. Like, imagine that series. No travel time. They just have to, like, they could play every game, like, every other day. Yeah, like, every other day. Yeah. So what's your final prediction? Well, I think the Bucks will win and probably – I want to say seven, but it might be six. I, I'm going to say Bucks in six games. Is my I like it. Yeah. Bucks in six. All right. And here's one thing we can all agree on. Who's the worst franchise? Who's the worst run franchise in the NBA? Mm. The Knicks. Mm. Okay, yeah. The Knicks. Yeah. Yep. I think it's the Knicks. All right. Even though they have a bright future, maybe. Uh, uh, all right. You can wrap up. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. How do you think the Pelicans are going to do next year? I think they'll be a fringe playoff team, and they'll get bounced in the first round. Wait, what team did you say? Pelicans. Yeah, I think they'll be like a six or seven seed. Zion will probably win rookie of the year, but they'll peak out first first round probably. They get lucky they go to the second round. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, there's literally like two teams. There's like the Hornets and the Suns that won't like have zero chance to make playoffs. Everyone else has like yeah. at least Everyone else will have at least a glimpse. Yep. All, right. All right, you want to do an outro, Jake? Yeah, okay. This has been the first episode of the Full Court Press podcast. We're going to get episode two up, you know, as soon as we can, whenever we get a topic we want to talk about. These are probably going to be like 30 minutes every time, something like this, just a little discussion between us three. You know, usually it will be basketball-oriented from the people from Amino. If any of y'all are listening and you liked it, please tune in again. It'll mainly be basketball-focused, but we could branch off into some other stuff. You know, as the NFL season comes around, maybe some baseball as that gets into the postseason later. Because we're all we're all we're fans of all sports, all three of us, except mm-hmm. except for hockey. We don't we don't like hockey. <laughs> but all right, well, thanks guys for doing this. It was fun. See you later. All right. All right. All right. See you later, okay. Just cut it here when you edit it. Yep. All right. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.